Have you ever been told you talk too much, that you got a big mouth, that you don't know how to sit down and shut up? Have you ever been told that you need to master the art of silence? Hmm. Well, guys, what's up? It's your girl, Erica Nicole, and I am here yet for another amazing episode. I am, I don't know if I'm excited about this episode because this episode cuts for me. I don't know what it's going to do for you, but for your girl, it cuts because I get it. I get it. And God, yeah, he gave it to me. So we are going to talk about the power of words. We are going to talk about the power of silence and know when to talk and know when not to talk. And this is not something I figured out. So I am going to share this with you just like anything else I'm sharing with you right in the midst of the lesson. Shout out to Market, my Marketplace Ministry, the Fishbowl Ministry. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of us, God has called to do this in a very unique way. And we do it from the front. We do it from a very vulnerable and transparent place. And I just happen to be one of those that I learn on the go and where I learn, he leads me to share. So sit back, grab a pen and paper. Maybe I'll drop some nuggets that you need to go back and review. And if it hurts, just say ouch. If I step on your toes, just say ouch. Just say ouch with me because I am over here singing ouch already rubbing my feet because I know, I know this conversation is going to hurt. So do you remember the story in the Bible where Gabriel, the angel, went to go visit Zacharias because Zacharias and his wife were believing God for a baby, right? They had got hyped up about uh, Sarah and Abraham and they like, oh, if God will do it for them, God will do it for us. And so Gabriel came to them with a message. And remember, Zacharias did not believe and he spoke his unbelief. And what happened? Hmm. His lips were sealed. Now it's funny because we think about like, why did God seal his lips? We, the list could go on and on. We can make up a lot of different reasons. And as I was reading my devotional, you know, it gave some suggestions. Did they, did were I can't even get it out. Did he seal Zacharias' lips to prevent Zacharias from delaying the prophecy, right? Because life and death is in the power of our tongue and your words can stop or start something. Um, what was the reason behind that? Can you imagine if God did that to us? If he sealed our lips to ensure that his word came true when it was supposed to. Can you imagine? Just think about the Israelites. Like if God silenced the Israelites when they were taking that small trip that became a journey, how much easier that trip would have been on them because the trip was delayed because their hearts were so far from God and they groveled and complained. What 
in the world. Have you ever thought, God, seal my lips? God, guard my tongue? God, guard my words? Like, God, help me just shut up? I was telling a friend um, week before last, we were in Dallas, and um, we were out on a business slash pleasure trip. And I was telling her that God had been speaking to me about mastering the art of silence. Now, in Ericanism thought of this, what he was saying to me, I was thinking, oh, I need to start meditating because my mind runs rapid. But no, now I understand that I just need to shut up sometimes, which is kind of hard when you're in a ministry of speaking. Right. We're putting our content on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, putting our content in the podcast. We're preaching, we're teaching workshops, coaching. Mm-mm, that ain't what he's talking about. God's word is God's word. And if we are not speaking God's word, if our words are not edifying and lifting up, what are we speaking? What are we really saying and what are we putting out there? Zachariah's mouth had to be sealed until his words lined up with the word of God until he spoke what thus said the Lord. Ouch. Ouch. Can you imagine your words being cut off? Your mouth being sealed until your words align with God. Until you spoke what thus said the Lord. Until your words were so aligned with his that they didn't know if it was you or him. Because that's really what it's supposed to be when we open our mouth. Let the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight. Well, the only way our words, we know that they're going to be acceptable in thy sight is when we're what? Speaking the word of God. So what has God said about you that you're not speaking? That your current conversation is not matching when you're venting about your children or you're venting about your husband or for me, venting about being single or complaining about your pastor, about your leadership, about your job, about your current money situation. What are you saying compared to what the word of God is saying? About you and your purpose and your calling. Are you saying, I got this. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Or like me, are you saying, oh my God, this is too much. I don't know if I could do this. I don't. Right? What are you saying about getting on that stage and speaking? Are you saying, I don't know if this is for me? Or I don't. are you saying, if I open my mouth, God will give me the words to say? Are your words lining up with the word of God? That is the question of today. Are your words lining up with the words of God? Whether you believe or not. Are you speaking your unbelief? Or are you standing firm on the word of God? What do he say? What is that? Luke 1. 
20, but you have not believed my message, which will come true at the right time. Because you have not believed, you will be unable to speak. You will remain silent until the day my promise to you comes true. I love the fact that God gave Zacharias Zacharias a safety net because God said my word is going to come true. He says it in his endless word that my word will not return unto me void. But here he gave Zacharias a safety net. I can only imagine what Zacharias's wife was thinking like you and your big mouth. Now you can't even speak. Say something, man. But then to see the power of silence, God protected his word and his word came true. And if you hear me, I'm actually thinking through this at the same time as I'm saying this, because this is so powerful to me. Have you had this moment? And I know it's not just me, so I know it's some of y'all out there saying, yep, that's me, girl, been there. When you went through something and immediately you wanted to call somebody, you called your mama. She couldn't answer. You called your friend. Let me call you back. You got that text. You called somebody else and nobody picked up the phone. Was that God pulling the Zacharias on you? Was that God shutting your mouth in that moment, preventing you from saying something that you did not need to say? About what was taking place, because what you were going to say was going to cause a delay in the prophecy of God. Zachariah's mouth didn't come open until he aligned with the word of God and his alignment with the word of God didn't even come in his spoken voice. It came in his written voice. And as soon as he wrote the word of God, what God said to him about the name of his child, he was able to speak. What does that mean to you? Does that resonate with you? What does that mean to it hit me? Let me tell you something. It hit me like a ton of bricks because just last Sunday I was in a meeting. And those were the directives that I was given to master the art of silence. Because I know I can talk too much because I like to talk through things. Right? I like to talk through things. I remember um, when I was married and I would want to talk and my ex would want to be silent. Because he liked to think through things and I like to talk through things. So it's like oil and water. It doesn't mix. And I would frustrate him. And he would frustrate me. But hindsight being 2020, if your girl would have been silent and let the man think, right? Let him think, get his mind right. I'm more than sure a couple of those altercations, a couple of those situations, he would have been able to lead from a better position without me on his back. Hmm. Y'all, that's good. Y'all, this is good, good. Because I'm really understanding the power of 
the spoken word and aligning it with God. When you're up against a wall, what are you saying? What is coming out of your mouth? Does it align with the word of God? When the doctor gives the diagnosis, what are you saying? Does it align with the word of God? When your kid wrecks the car, what are you saying? Does it align with the word of God? When you get a prophecy, what are you saying to water the prophecy? Does it align with the word of God? My God, this is, this is good, good. This is good, good, because we have to use our words to water what has been said. We have to use our words when we're paying our tithes. Are we speaking the confession of God over our tithes? When we are moving in obedience, are we speaking the word of God over that act of obedience? When I'm putting out a podcast, when I'm posting on social media, am I speaking the word of God in obedience to what he said about what it is I am doing? It's about being intentional. It's about alignment. It's about being in purpose. Who this is good. Good, guys. This is good. Good, because it's really, are we speaking? I mean, think about that. Can you imagine God just silencing you every single time you was finna say something crazy? Now, I say, can you imagine? Because if you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will silence you. The question is, are you listening? Are you being obedient when he does it? Y'all know we got the good angel. You remember the cartoons? The good angel on one, on one shoulder, the bad angel on the other. And the good angel going, nah, nah, nah. If I was you, I wouldn't do that. Nah, nah, nah. If I was you, I wouldn't say that. And then the bad angel over here, girl, they got you messed up. And you go with the bad angel. Watering whatever the situation is with ungodly words and ungodly thoughts. Right? Instead of rightly dividing with the word of truth, the word of God, using God's word on the situation when your coworker is acting crazy, when the job is stressing you out, when life be life. Are you using the word of God on the situation? Are you using the word of you? What are you declaring? Every word we speak is a declaration. Every word we speak is a declaration. And so y'all know in the spirit of transparency, your girl really is a very transparent um, minister. I I minister from a very transparent place. And so I was um, dealing with something that came from um, something that God told me and I continue to water it. And so as it's manifesting It is becoming a lot for me. Like just real talk, it's becoming a lot for me to handle. 
And so I feel this though. I am crumbling under over under the words of my confession. I'm crumbling under the words, under the weight of my confession. So I wrote this the other day. Hold on. So I wrote this the other day. Um, I write randomly when things just kind of come to my heart. And it's called crumbling under the weight of my own confession. Life and death is in the power of the, the word of the word gives reflection of how hard it is to tame the tongue. I am in the living. I am a living example. A confession I began early in my divorce of me and my ex being friends, blending families, being able to operate really still under our own, our covenant. We're um, going to live our, in our new lives. That's a heavy confession. It is a heavy confession. I have a declaration that I have said numerous times and has been heard by numerous people. Funny thing is, it's a heavy confession. And I didn't realize that I was crumbling under the weight of it until yesterday. And this was whenever I wrote it. Um, so now, what do I do? I do. Do I renege on my words? What do I allow God to fulfill? I don't even know what I said. Do I allow God to fulfill the very thing I confessed? I mean, if I renege, nobody will blame me. A God would bless. God would bless because that's what he does. But I will. But I will if I surrender and allow God to move into. I don't even know what I said, y'all. This is this is when you just be right and right. Um, allow God to move, to operate in a way that only he can and let his word be true. His vision be manifested in me and through me in this relationship and other relationships to come. What would be the story? What would be the story? What would be the testimony? Either I'm all in or I'm not to be continued. And that's the thing. I'm being very transparent the pressure of the friendship um, being not married anymore. And some days I want to, and some days I don't. Some days it's painful um, to be his friend because we're no longer married. Right. And you think of what should have been. That's not for whatever reason, but I'm committed to the confession. I'm committed to what God said. But it goes back to it. Do I talk too much? Have I said too much? Like these are my words. You've heard me say these words over and over again about us being best friends, about us developing a friendship um, to where we can blend our families and there's no spite. There's no malice. And even when we both go our separate lives and bring other people in, they see the unity they see the genuine love of our families and they want to be a part. It doesn't cause them to be insecure or jealous or anything like that. They just know what it is. They're not concerned if we're doing something we're not supposed to do. That's always been the confession. But let me tell you somebody, it's heavy. It is heavy. And I found myself crumbling to the point to where I went to God on bending knees. So, Think about 
what we're saying. Are we speaking out of turn? Probably so. For me, I'm more than sure I speak out of turn. Are we speaking too soon? Probably so. I could own that one as well. Are we speaking too much? I'm going to take that one too. And are we speaking to the wrong people? Mm-hmm. That too. We have to have the power to bridle our tongue. So bridling our tongue is a huge task. And I'm learning it more and more each and every day. Now, you may be ahead of me. So you may be sitting there listening to me talking about, girl, duh, you didn't know this. Yeah, not in all situations. I didn't, I didn't realize until this time when I read the story of Zachariah, because I read it before. I read it before. But when I understood why God silenced him to protect the prophecy. He protect, he prevented him from speaking out of alignment of his word. What are you speaking that's out of alignment of God's word when it comes to your future, your children, your marriage, your relationships, your project that you're working on? What are you saying? Does it align with the word of God? Let the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. All I can say is, ouch, guys, this is something I'm still chewing on. I'm still dealing with. Um, All I can hear in my head is shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And, you know, when we're kids, at least I taught my kids not to say that. I still teach my grandkids not to say that. But at the end of the day, that's what we need to do. We need to shut up. If our words are not aligning with the word of God, we better act like Zachariah, like he did put the curse on our lips and shut up. Oh, my God. We got to shut up. We are doing too much. We are speaking too much. And if our words are not aligning with the word of God, it is our responsibility to shut it up and let God's words be true in our lives and what we're doing. Guys, I'm telling you, I got it. I got it. I probably will drop it a thousand and one times, but I am going to get this. Um, this is powerful. So as I'm wrapping up, thank you for listening to episode 85. I absolutely appreciate you guys so very much. So let me tell y'all what's going on. Um, I think I mentioned it before where I told you that I was nominated for a podcaster of the year through Speak Up Sis. Well, guess what? Your girl is in the final running. Yes, hunty. This podcast, this little baby right here is in the final running and I am just absolutely excited. So I need your help. I am going to leave the information in the show notes. Guys, I need you to head over to bit.ly speak up sis awards voting. I know it's a lot. It'll be down in the show notes. I need you to go to the category podcast of the year. Click on my name, Erica Nicole Brown and cast your vote. It is only one vote per email. This vote is going from March 1st to March the 15th. Guys, I'm so excited because this is an honor to be seen in the midst of your peers. Just to be um, nominated is huge. 
then to be a finalist, even huger, if that's a better, not, not the best word, but it's great. And now guys, let's win this thing. Shout out to all my um, other podcasters that were nominated and even those that are finalists because they're dope. They are dope. And I plan on actually having them on the podcast with me. God has already given me a vision of something, Um, but I'm excited to be the finalist and I'm excited to say this to you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your vote in advance. The information will be in the show notes until next week, guys. We are starting our new series next week called Minding Her Business. So in um, celebration of International Women's Month, we will be listening to women. I will be sitting down with amazing women who pivoted or launched a business during the pandemic. I cannot wait to hear these beautiful sister stories and what God has done, what they had to do through faith and where they are now. So don't forget to vote. Don't forget to tune in, guys. Don't forget to go and leave a review. Go over to Apple or Spotify. Those, of course, are the two main um, listening platforms, but there's others. Wherever you're hearing this, leave a review, right? If you're catching it, leave a review. Leave a review. It helps me. I need it. I need you so I can keep this going and do what God says to Guys, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Y'all remember that song? Um... You got a big, big mouth, big, big mouth. I think that was Houdini. And now I get it. That's what God is saying. Shut up. You got a big mouth. Make sure your words are aligning with the word of God. 100% alignment. That's what we are after. Are my words aligning with the word of God? Zacharias' mouth was sealed until his confession was the confession of God. And he didn't even get to say it. He had to write it. Mm, That says a lot. Y'all be blessed. Have an amazing, amazing Sunday. I mean, Sunday. Mm, Amazing, amazing day. Amazing weekend. Until next week. I love you guys. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Until next week. Bye-bye.